We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey, it's Steve Sparky, 5 for 55 past the hour. Time for another Milwaukee Sports Timeout live from the Wendy's studio. Try out that new Wendy's Italian mozzarella chicken sandwich. Oh, my God, it's so good, man. We're talking about the juicy classic chicken breast hot with Asiago cheese, fried mozzarella, and a savory marinara sauce. You got to go get it now. And then when you get it, get a side of garlic fries, too. So good. Uh, joining us now is uh, Tim Muma from BrewerFanatic.com. Joins us now here on 1250 AM, The Fan. Uh, I guess first things first. First, uh, talking about uh, the Brewers and the direction they're going. Here at Craig Council, talking about the Josh Hader trade uh, at the winter meeting, mm-hmm. saying this is kind of the deal when you're in our market and you're the Brewers that you're going to have to make trades and trade away you know, good players because you can't afford them. Where do you think the Brewers are headed this offseason as we look at it right now, Tim? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you have to agree with Council. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that point. That is where they are as far as their market goes. And you've seen teams like the Tampa Bay Rays pull off the same sort of strategy as far as figuring out, you know, when you can make these deals, they're going to happen. You're going to have to make trades and, and sort of reset every now and again, and not necessarily completely rebuild. I don't think that's what they're doing here. I don't think they're just dumping salaries. Uh, it seems to me that man Arnold really, uh, really is interested in, in wheeling and dealing and trying to find that right mix. Uh, I think there are some possibilities for trades. You know, I know everyone is, is excited about the, the uh, young outfielders, the prospects they have, but uh, you know, I could easily see them using at least one of those guys as a, as a piece to get something for the major league club. You have guys on the roster um, that they're going to offer arbitration to that could be dealt, guys like Hira, even Telez. I know he's a fan favorite, but I, I just don't think that some people have this concern that they're dumping salary and they're going to go backwards. I think Arnold's just trying to find that sweet spot, and I think you, you've seen already with some of the trades he's made Okay, you, you traded away Renfro. You're trying to get some pitching that you can use because they were lacking depth with arms last year. And then he goes and, and uses Wong to get Winker, uh, essentially replacing Renfro at least as a bat. I don't know how well he can play in the outfield anymore. Uh, so I do think he's trying to play both sides as best he can. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people figured it was going to be a busy off season for the Brewers. And so far, I'd say this qualifies since we're only at the winter meeting stage and a long way to go yet. Somebody needs to explain to me why trade Renfro just to trade for Winker. Like, if, if you're going to trade for Winker, uh, then you better make dang sure that he wants to play the outfield. Because the report I, I saw uh, from earlier uh, in the offseason – uh, based out of Seattle, was he only wants a DH. He has no interest in playing the outfield anymore. Uh, and then Council at the winter meetings talks about the fact that all these young outfielders you know, probably are going to have a chance to play, including 
uh, Cheerio, which is, is amazing to me that that kid he is throwing into the mix that he may see action at some point. Which means, if that's the case, that Winker very well may end up being the DH on this team, and you're going to let the young guys play. Yeah, I think there's a few things in there. One, I, yeah, Cheerio, I think I find that curious that Council mentioned him, but hey, why not? The guy's been rocketing up the charts as far as the minor leagues go, so maybe he gets a, a cup of coffee at the end of the year. That would be fun to see. Uh, but as far as Winker and the rest of the you know the outfielders and stuff, again, I think there's going to be some movement, and it could be Winker. They could flip him for somebody else. That's still a possibility, too. Uh, but if you want to stick with him as far as a bat goes, uh, I think it's going to be similar to McCutcheon last year as far as how he's used. Uh, you don't really want to use him against lefties, just like you shouldn't have used McCutcheon as much against right-handed pitchers as they did. Uh, but you're going to see him mostly at DH, maybe filling in once in a while in the outfield. And they're going to rotate guys through essentially those four positions, right? You have three outfield spots and then the DH. And I think they're going to utilize the DH like they did last year to get guys rough off their feet a little bit. You know, Yelich will hit there sometimes. Maybe they'll throw somebody else in there just to just to make sure that they're rested and they're not necessarily expending energy uh, in the field. And as far as, you know, whether or not Winker wants to play out there, that kind of stuff, I think there's a lot of stuff going on in Seattle. I actually just wrote uh, posted an article about that on BrewerFanatic.com that there was some concerns about him as a teammate, but he was also going through a lot of tough injuries. Sound like he had to have surgery on a, a cervical disc in his neck. He had surgery on his knee, which was a bit more minor. This is the guy so they just traded? Sure this is the guy the Brewers just yeah. traded for? Okay, just checking. Yes, Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. But again, again, first of all, the knee, from what I've seen and heard, minor. The neck, yeah, I could see that being a concern, but maybe that's more of a concern down the road. But that might be that might have been a factor as to why he was like, look, I can't play the outfield. I don't want to play the outfield because that's typically where you're going to find more injuries occur. It's just that constant movement, you know, the, the being on your feet. You know, you take four, five, six, seven swings in a game, that's not going to do as much damage as it is running around the outfield. So, again, is it necessarily a positive to hear that stuff? No, but I do think they're looking at we need a middle-of-the-order bat. Winker is going to provide that against right-handers, even more so than, than Hunter Renfro did. And as far as figuring out why trade Renfro just to get Winker, well, in the end, they're looking at it. we got three controllable, controllable pitchers that, you know, maybe they'll have a few starts, maybe they'll pitch out of the pen. And then we have a guy in Winker who's going to be able to mash against right-handers. And, by the way, we got this kid, Toro, who – has long been seen as a top prospect. Yes, a couple of clubs have sort of given up on him in that way, but, um, you know, you take a chance on him and maybe he helps fill in in those uh, second base, third base spots. So, again, I think I think Arnold's just trying to find that sweet spot of, of what makes sense with this lineup and what can we do for the team, not just this year, but going forward. Okay, so let's talk about third base for a second then, right? So the assumption, I think, amongst yeah. Brewer fans is that's Bryce Terang's job at this point. Uh, more than likely going forward, Urias probably ends up going to second base. You keep Willie Adamas at shortstop. Rowdy Tellez is at first. There's your infield. Uh, my buddy Jake seems to think that he goes, uh, Evan Longoria, they might be able to get him cheap and maybe be able to plug him in uh, at third base from uh, some additional power. What do you think happens at third base for the Brewers? Do you think it's Terang's job or do you think they go find a free agent? I don't. I'm personally not huge on Terang. I think he's going to be great as a utility guy. Uh, if you look at his essentially best seasons in the minors, you're not looking at a lot of power, really. And you're not, I don't think, looking at the best hit, too. I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to fill more of that Jace Peterson role, who moved on to uh, Oakland, I saw he signed today. So as far as third base, right now, it's going to be a matchup situation. You're going to have Urias over there sometimes with Terang at second. Maybe you'll have Urias at second with Brasso at third when you're facing a lefty. 
there just aren't really many great options as far as filling third base, at least anybody you're going to be able to acquire. Uh, you know, you have certain guys you could look at in a trade, but it's going to cost you a ton if they're even available. You have somebody like Justin Turner, who I was all for trying to get last year, but now you're another year older. I just don't know how much he has left in the tank. One guy I would keep an eye out for, and I'm not trying to plug too much here, but I'm planning on having our club on him too, is Brandon Drury. He's a free agent. I think the Brewers were checking in on him last year uh, when he was with Cincinnati at the deadline, end up going to the Padres. He's somebody that just kind of fits the mold of a Brewer. I mean, he can play multiple positions, first, second, and third. Uh, so he could be the right-handed hitter at first base if Telez uh, needs to sit against the lefty. He can play third and second. He hit 28 home runs last year. Some people have concerns that a lot of that was just him hitting in Cincinnati. But even when he went to San Diego, he still hit, I think, his eight home runs in 46 games. Uh, so it's a guy that brings more slugging to the table. Another guy who hits lefties really well, which is what they need. I know it didn't work out with McCutcheon last year, but Drury's only 30 years old. He's been able to improve those numbers the last couple of seasons. So if I'm the Brewers, it's going to be one of two things. It's going to be a guy that is kind of in the mid-range like Drury, who's still going to platoon or be a, a mix-and-match situation, and you do the same thing with Terang, or you're going to have to stick Urias at third and have Terang or Toro at second base or Urias at second and, and Toro at third base. Uh, so those are really their two main options because I don't see anything major that's going to happen with third base. That's the thing, man. Like, as you sit here right now <laughs> in the beginning of December, I mean, there is really no optimism looking ahead to next season with this Brewers baseball club right now. There's there's nothing. I mean, you can like Joey Weimer and you can like Sal and you can like some of these other young guys and Garrett Mitchell that are yeah. coming up. You can like all these guys, but that doesn't mean it's going to translate to more wins. I, right now... This, this kind of feels like a team that's going to be around 500 to maybe a little below or a little above 500, probably not much more than that. And we haven't even talked about the back end of this bullpen at this point. You know, Devin Williams was given the opportunity to be a, the closer. Maybe he'll end up being the closer next year, but they have work to do to fix that bullpen as well. Yeah, there are definitely question marks. I, I think the big part is they're still looking at the the core focus being on their rotation uh, obviously Woodruff and Burns leading the way there's been the reports that they're not trading them. They're going to keep, they're going to keep them for at least this year. Who knows? I mean, at least half the season, you never know what happens when you get to the trade deadline. So I think that is going to be their number one focus again, is we're going to look to prevent runs starting with our rotation. It's going to include Lauer and Ashby at times. And, you know, maybe they call up Gasser who they acquired in the hater trade. Uh, you have you know Jason Junk from the Angels who came over. What a great name to grow there. up with, Junk. Hey, oh my God! Yeah, well, could you imagine? <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Well, hopefully that means he's mentally tough because I'm sure he's had nothing but pain in his life. And if your much. name is uh, Junk and you and you're a pitcher, <laughs> don't you have to throw a knuckleball at some point in your life? Doesn't that have to be? You think that? Yeah. Yeah. You think your focus would be some really nasty breaking pitch? Maybe a knuckleball that would work. Maybe a, a what was that gyro ball that they uh, yeah. that was supposed to be all the rage from Japan that yep. never panned out. <laughs> but but you make a good point that beyond beyond the rotation though yeah there's there's question marks as far as the relief core now they have a number of young guys that they they believe in that think they can work with that are going to have breakouts. Uh, obviously, you have Williams at the very back end of the of, uh, of the bullpen, and then offensively, it's going to be probably similar to last season. Although I think they're looking to fill in with more contact guys. I mean, that's when you're looking at someone like a Freelick, uh, who might get more of an opportunity this year, um, depending on who they might again try to acquire in a trade. Uh, but it's probably going to be somewhat similar to last season. I know it's going to frustrate a lot of people. 
But that team was very similar to the one two years ago that won the division. So it, it's it's one of those things where they have a you know there's a small margin for error, and they're going to go with their philosophy, which is run prevention, especially in the starting rotation, and then figure out a way to find runs and and close out games. And again, I think they're going to rely on a number of younger arms this year when it comes to the bullpen, at least in the the middle portions of the games, and uh, and they're going to figure that, hey, Williams is going to be our closer come hell or high water, and, and hopefully that's something that works out and that we don't see any sort of I don't know, breakdown or injury situation because that really could throw them uh, in for a loop because, you know, last year and years before, you had Hayter, and if anything happened, you could go to Williams. They don't have any proven guy like that right now if Williams struggles. Let's talk about the future of this organization as far as who they can pay and who they can't pay. Trey Turner gets yeah. 11 years at $300 million. He's 29. I believe Willie Adamas is 27. So what does that mean for him staying in Milwaukee long-term? And then if you look at DeGrom from a pitching standpoint, 5 at 185, he's 35. <laughs> what in the world is That's Corbin not. Burns going to get? Or even for that matter, Brandon Woodruff. Like As you sit back and look at this right now, I, I don't know if they can sign any one of the three at this point as long as they have Christian Yelich. It's crazy. I mean, you and I were talking before we got online here that, uh, you know, some of the money thrown around is just insane. And and you do see this a lot after a, a new collective bargain agreement, uh, you know, when they agree on one is because they just feel, okay, we're good for the next four or five years with this, with this agreement. And we're going to, we're going to spend, spend, spend. Obviously it hurts a club like the Brewers who aren't going to just, you know, throw a bunch of money at people like that. Uh, you know, but you look at the DeGrom situation, he has his own concerns, but that's a Texas Rangers team that's already spent a ton of money and say, look, we, we got to do something. We got to go for it. So that's a little, that's a little on the high end, but if you're Corbin Burns and his agent, yeah, you're looking at, okay. I mean, we, for one, I don't see any way that, that they're going to even talk about an extension at this point with the Brewers. Not, not for any reasons that are negative, but just the fact that he's been such a good pitcher, obviously, he wants to get to that free agency post and be able to see what teams are willing to throw at him. I mean, in, in two years, who knows what some of these clubs are going to want to spend. Uh, you know, maybe they're in a desperate situation. They really need that top-of-the-line starter. You know, he's he's going to get a ton of money. Woodruff, I feel like with his age, with his, uh, you know, just he's on the back end a little bit, obviously he's still terrific. I think there's an opportunity there for the Brewers to approach him and, and be able to give him something that's going to fit as far as what the Brewers' plans are and, and what he's looking but for. What, what I think is that, that, like 25 that, a year for Woodruff? I mean, if you if you try to get him right now, that might be what the talk is, simply because of, you know, you're, obviously the agents, the players are always comparing to what other guys are getting. Uh, you know, Castillo, Luis Castillo's deal that he got with Seattle, yeah. um, that's, that's probably a decent comp to look at. I mean, of course, there's always little differences. Uh, and, and Woodruff is under team control for the next two seasons, whereas Castillo is about to be a free agent. Um, so I, that's usually a pretty good comp to look at. But, I, you know, it's so hard to tell. I mean, without being inside the inside the war room and then that sort of thing, I you know, it, there's, also, oh, there's always going to be speculation out there. But of all the guys, of the three you mentioned, Woodruff, Burns, and Adamas, I feel like Woodruff would make the most sense as far as it being able to work. And part of that's just an age consideration, too. Adamus, I thought that's something they should have been talking about. And maybe they were. There, there, there are reports that, that they had been talking about some extension, something they should have been looking at last year. It's, it's just not that easy to have a shortstop who's going to give you, you know, a, a certain quality of bat and defense. And, of course, he has his warts just like anybody else. He's not Trey Turner. He's not Carlos Correa. So he's not going to get, you know, these insane numbers. But 
I don't know, after seeing what, what Turner got and obviously still have three you know, pretty elite shortstops on the market this year, the longer the Brewers wait, I think it's it's going to be harder to convince themselves that they can afford to keep them here on an extension. And, and then you have to open up, start opening up those questions again, right? Of do we trade them? When do we trade them? Do we try to get something back for them? Um, I, I, I think they do need to prioritize it, but without, I mean, I, I think they, I think, I think Adamus's camp is going to wait and see what else happens with these shortstop and try to find, you know, find where he fits in. And truth be told, if it's anywhere near what Turner's getting, I mean, these other guys, if they're even close, Adamus is going to be out of their price range. I'm sorry, but the more we talk about the, these contracts and, and how much it's going to cost and so forth, and you look at that Yelich contract, I've stated this before, yeah. I'm going to state it again. They really need to consider attaching a Peralta or somebody with Yelich just to get rid of the contract, just to make it a worthwhile for a Boston or a New York or a Giants or whoever to take that deal going forward by giving them a pitcher. Yeah, you may not get a ton in return prospect-wise or whatever the case may be, but you have got to figure out a way to get rid of that contract so you don't lose all three of these guys. Yeah, that's that's so tough. I mean, it, it makes sense logically, financially. I, I get the thinking. You know, I and maybe I look into it too much. I would be concerned of how it looks to current players and future free agents that, okay, so that's your plan is you sign us to this big deal and then you find any way to get rid of us when we, you know, have less production. Look, I get it to business. There's harsh realities, and we all know Yelich is not living up to the deal. We We get that. I think everyone understands that. I think there could always be that possibility to do what you're saying and essentially attaching talent from this end and then throwing in Yelich, um, similar to what the, I think it was the Red Sox did a number of years ago and getting rid of like Adrian Gonzalez and company just to get rid of those contracts, and right. free stuff up. I mean, it's a gamble, but it's a gamble just like any other, I guess. Right. I mean, if you trade burns to try to get, three top prospects none of those guys might pan out so as you said maybe you attach not a burns i wouldn't waste i wouldn't waste that or value, ashby uh, with him but Peralta, yeah it could, ashby, it could be somebody on like the, that right yeah yeah i i mean i can see that you have to have the right team obviously a team with pocketbooks and they think that that yelich fits in and the other side of it is yelich as far as i recall is a full no trade clause so where would he be willing to go, and will he be willing to accept that? West Coast, because that's where he's from. That might be the only Giants. place. The Giants uh, don't get Judge. The Giants don't get Judge. You can <laughs> have Yelich. Same thing, and he's cheaper. He's half the price. Hell. Yeah. No, it's, it's pretty close. You know, I think just one's lefty, one's righty. Other than that, <laughs> you, you wouldn't tell the difference. <laughs> um, yeah, I, look, I, 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 would hate, I would hate that they have to go that route, but it, it does make some sense, and I think they have to talk about it. It has to be part of the discussion because – Unfortunately, while technically the Brewers and every baseball club, they could spend more than they do. They truly could. Um, you know, they have their budgets. They're going to decide this is our market. This is our, our sweet spot with spending. And, and to your point, if you want to keep these other guys who are playing at the levels that, uh, you know, that you want to see from your club, it's a tough it's a tough decision, a tough conversation. But if, if you can find a way to do it with the right team, the right pieces, you know, I don't think anybody can argue with it at this point. Follow him on Twitter at Tim underscore Muma. Great piece up. Uh, should the Brewers be concerned about Jesse Winker's character at BrewerFanatic.com? Always writing good stuff. And you follow him on Twitter. I learned today that he's a he's a big soccer guy. All about the World Cup on Twitter, too. You can follow a little World Cup soccer, too, with Tim Muma. Tim, thanks so much for coming on, man. Really appreciate it.
Thanks, Sparky. Always a pleasure. <laughs> there he is. Don't forget to listen to Tim Moomin and any of the other interviews that we do here on 1250 AM The Fan. Go to 1250AMTheFan.com or download and listen for free on your Odyssey app. Best Packers coverage, best Brewers coverage, best college sports coverage, best Bucks coverage, fan on demand, which is everything. I'm telling you, lots of good stuff we're doing day-to-day here on The Fan. Make sure to check it out. Plus, don't forget the podcast, Curd and Long, talking Packer football with Ryan Horvath. That's three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and, and Fridays. We record those, and then we record two. Tuesday and Thursday night, Green and Groy with Super Bucks fan Nathan Marzian and myself. So five days a week, you got a podcast, new podcast each and every day, talking either Bucks or Packers, and a brand new podcast coming soon. I'm bringing back an old school show I used to do back in the day and putting into a podcast form. So stay tuned for that. Have a good one. Toodles. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.